Hi everyone, this is Vicki. I have some things to say today. It is uh, July 4th. Oh, <laughs> how appropriate. And the United States, it's uh, Independence Day, 4th of July. And it, how interesting it is that Father gave me this this morning. <clears throat> I am really and truly on fire for you guys. I, I just feel such a strong uh, awareness of what God wants to say and I have been praying and asking him please don't let anything get in my way so I'm going to pray for you guys because you need to hear with clarity what he wants to say and nothing nothing needs to be able to inhibit you from hearing what God's saying to those of you who need this message so let's pray father thank you so much for this day and for everything you're doing in this day thank you for being the almighty the almighty god the creator of all things there is no one like you anywhere and father we come into your presence today humbled with the awareness that we are the dust of the earth and you are the creator of everything and you chose in your great love and compassion to create us for your good pleasure so father god as we come together at this point in time whenever it is we ask you we ask you father let your angels surround each one who hears let the message go as far and wide as you want it to go let the hearer have receptive hearts and minds and be strengthened in their will to do all that you've called each one to do i thank you and praise you for what you're doing i ask you father that nothing would be able to interfere with this message that nothing would be able to uh, distort the things that you're saying to your people but that things would go through with great clarity father god because you are building an army in this hour a spiritual battle that we each face not just today but the, in the days that are ahead so father god i pray have your way let your words be pure in my mouth i i ask you always father that only your words would come out and that uh, you would definitely talk through my mouth and father there's no doubt in my mind that you do so thank you and praise you father all i am is a messenger i thank you and praise you for that god that i am uh, so blessed to have this body of brothers and sisters who come and join us who uh who are listening for your words, Father, whatever they might be out of my mouth and listening to the music that uh, comes from Chuck, comes from you through Chuck. Be glorified, God. Be completely glorified is my prayer and our prayer as we join together in the name of our Savior, the Word of God. Amen. All right, you guys. Yeah, I guess you can tell I'm kind of on fire this morning. Uh, here's, what's, here's what's going on. The message that came out uh, a few days ago, I don't know how long it's been, two or three days ago now, um, has kicked up a lot of questions. And, and that's awesome because people want to know, people want to understand, people want to change what God wants them to change. They want to hear what he wants them to hear. We're all, we all, I, I'm the same way. I want to hear everything Father has to say to me. And one of the things that has come up a number of times is the whole topic of addiction and uh, you know we can be addicted in a lot of ways we can be addicted to a lot of things the enemy is never at a loss for finding something to get us to turn to to uh, make it become first of all first just something that we enjoy and then become a habit and then 
and, and then addiction enters in. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, well, Christians can't have demons. And that's just, oh, I'm not even going to go down that road. I'm going to say if you have some type of addiction in your life, that addiction is not from God. It is absolutely from the enemy, from the devil, from Satan, ha Satan, ha, whatever you want to call him. It is absolutely from the dark, rebellious uh, entities that are warring against God, that rebelled against God. And so if you walk with Christ, if you say that you are his, and if you are struggling with addiction, today is a day I truly believe Father wants your eyes opened to what the truth is and for you to be set free now maybe not everybody that's going to hear this message struggles with this issue but we all have weaknesses God gave us weaknesses so that we would remember we need him and you know there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians, it's in chapter 10, it's verse 13. I'm going to read that to you. It says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Listen, there are so many people who think, I have this addiction and I just can't conquer it. I can't get over it. I've tried so many times. I've had it for so many years. It's been going on for so long. And, you know, I just say, Father, well, you know, I'm, you know I've tried and, and I have all these things going on in my life. And you understand, you understand, you understand. You guys, I'm going to be very, very blunt in this next statement. I hope you won't tune me out after this. But the thing is, yes, God does understand. He completely understands. He sees your life. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you've been through. Just because he understands does not mean that he excuses it and that your sin, that addiction, is okay with him because it is not. It is not. And I know the enemy rants and raves and screams in your ears saying, you can't conquer this. Why should you lay this down? This isn't that big of a deal to God. He doesn't really care. He understands. People are just judging you. People are being critical of you. People just don't know what you've been through. They don't see what's going on in your life. And do you hear in every one of those statements? And there are more. But in every one of those statements, it's not about God. It's about you or it's about me, whatever it is, it's about us. It's not about God. It's a redirecting. Oh, so God says, don't do this. And we say, but I can't help it, but I, this, but I, you know, I have these problems and I know you understand and all that. It is a redirecting. The enemy redirects back to us. Take your eyes off God, he says. Stop looking at God, he says. Stop worrying about, about what God thinks or what God says. That's what the enemy says to us. He's a liar and a thief. He comes to rob, kill, and destroy. So what's your addiction? What are you struggling with? Because here's what I hear Father saying this morning. We're not just in spiritual battles now. We, have, we are facing battles in the not too distant future. And if we cannot overcome these things now, do you know? Here's what the Lord said. Well, the enemy knows exactly how to get to you. He knows exactly how to get to you through addiction. Is your addiction food? Well, if the things that are coming in the future are so very, very hard and there's no food because of famine and the enemy holds food out to you and that's an addiction for you, overeating, 
What are you going to do? Are you going to say that you're going to stand strong and firm with God? There cannot be bitter waters and sweet coming out of our mouths, and there cannot be two. We are going to serve one. We're either going to serve God or we're going to serve the enemy and our flesh. What are you going to do? What? Okay, I'm going to I'm just going to pick some addictions. I'm just going to And you guys, this is not the whole list because here's the deal. Like I said in the beginning, there are so many things we can be addicted to. The enemy looks at us. He knows us. He sees us. He knows the weaknesses in our flesh. He knows the things that turn our heads. He knows exactly how to just twist something just enough to get us to try it out, fall for it, and then get hooked on it. I saw ahead this morning. Father showed me spiritual battles, and we are all, every one of us, please hear me, every one of us are going to face spiritual battles. Unless God takes you home through death before that, you are going to face spiritual battles in front of you that if you cannot conquer this temptation that is is it's common to man it's you know it's not anything that hasn't been around that everybody doesn't have to deal with in one way or another if you can't overcome this if you can't get to the place where you go just like it says in corinthians 10 13 with the temptation god will provide the way of escape so that you can endure it if you cannot handle the temptation now if you cannot kick addictions behind out of your life right now how do you think you're going to stand with things that are going to come that are so much more oh i can't even i don't okay so much more uh powerful spiritual darkness that's going to come against you that's even greater how are you going to stand against that when you can't subdue the lust of your flesh in this area how are you going to do that, you guys? We have to get to the point where we say, enough, it's enough. I'm not going to give permission anymore to this thing to stay with my body, with my mind, in my being. This is a temple of God. When are we going to say that, you guys? This, and I'm talking to you, saying, say this to yourself. This is the temple of the living God. This is the place His Holy Spirit resides. And I'm allowing this filthy, vile thing to have place in this temple? When are we going to say, enough? It's enough. It's enough of the shame. It's enough of the guilt. I have to turn my microphone down. I know I'm practically yelling. It's enough of the shame and it's enough of the guilt. It's enough of the self-condemnation. It's enough of the hiding. It's enough of the accusation. It's enough of the constant belittling by the enemy in our heads because we won't deal with the subject and we pass it off. You know, the scary thing is Father will only try to deal with us for so long in this area and then he will give us over. Our spirits will become hard our hearts will become hard and we won't hear the message anymore and we won't hear his spirit anymore because he's not going to beg us he's going to look at us and say i gave you your free will you're making a choice i have tried and tried and tried to get you to change your mind and you won't do it and we will become hard in our hearts and he will step back and allow that to happen and a hardened heart is a very 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 dangerous thing to have so what is it 
What is it that's going on in your life where the enemy has room and he keeps coming? You know, it's just sometimes people will say, I can quit anytime I want. You, here, let me just say this. I lived in addiction for many years. I'm very familiar with that spirit. I know how it moves and operates. I know the things that it does and the things that it says. But you know what? There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. It all comes down to the same thing. Who are you going to let your body serve? Who are you going to let inhabit your spirit? Who are you going to be the temple for? I, I just hear Father saying, I want my people to get fired up and stop agreeing with the enemy about how they're just, they just can't help it. They just don't have to change. It's just not that big a deal. It's not that important to me. I don't really care. I understand. Well, they're going through really hard times. He wants us to say, he's, he's saying to us, when are you going to stand up and stop agreeing with all of that? All of that. Those are lies. You are too able to do this. It isn't your flesh that's able to do it without you. Here, last part of the verse. With the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure. We have no excuse, guys. We have no excuse. Father's saying, look, I'll give you what you need to overcome this. What are you going to do with what I give you? Are you going to, do you want it? And if you want it, stop saying, well, I've tried and I tried and I just can't. Don't try in your own flesh. Put it all down at the feet of, of the Lord and say, here it is. I refuse to walk with this anymore. I need you to give me strength every single second of every single day to not turn back to this temptation to sin. I don't want addiction in my life. And I know I cannot do it without you. You guys, when I quit smoking the first time, I was smoking, I don't know how much I was smoking at that point in time, but um, I was smoking a lot. And the first time I came back to the Lord and laid the cigarettes down, he took the desire away from me within just, I don't know, it was just like within a day or two. I, I didn't even, I didn't have the desire to smoke anymore. That was a precious gift from Father beautiful precious gift but then years later i went right back to it i went running right back to it when i went right back into rebellion against god and that time when i tried to quit or when i did quit i should say he didn't take it away from me this time i had to battle I had to fight. I used to sit on the couch and cry. And I would say it over and over. I'm doing this for you, Jesus. I'm doing this for you, Jesus. Because the addiction was so strong with me. And I had, God had given me the grace the first time to be able. And this time he was saying, I'm going to give you the grace. But you're going to experience what it's like. So that you don't go back to this again. You have to learn your lesson. Some people have quit the addiction time and time and time again. And they've gotten to the place where they've just given up and said, I cannot do this. Yes, you can. You are my brother in Christ. You are my sister in Christ. We all are in this army together. We all need to be standing side by side and walking in vessels that are clean. 
No, we cannot do things in our own strength. We need him to help us. But the thing is, he will help us. And the question is, do we want the help? Or do we want to stay in the addiction, stay in the sin, whatever it may be? What is more important to us? It's going to come right back down, right back down every time to the question, who, what do you love more? Do you love your father more? Do you love your addiction more? Do you love your comfort more? What do you love more? Do you love your husband or your wife or your children or your family? Who do you love more? Jesus said, unless a man hates his, and he's not telling us to hate our family. He's saying, look, I better be the most important thing in, in your life or you're not worthy of me. Don't cry anymore. Don't quit anymore. Make the decision that you are going to get this garbage out of your life, that you are going to stand up. You are going to go to war against the enemy, and you're going to lean as much as you need to lean on this scripture. No temptation has overtaken you that's not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And I'm going to run right back to that verse, you guys that know me, know I'm going to do this. I'm going to run right back to 1 John where he says in chapter 5, he says, this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask for anything, According to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, we get what we've asked for. We just have to ask according to his will. His answer is yes, if we're asking according to his will. So let me put this question to you. Does he want you addicted to porn? Does he want you addicted to tobacco? Does he want you addicted to food? Does he want you addicted to shopping? Does he want you addicted to sex? What is it? What is it? Does he want you addicted to those things? No. So what do you do? You go to him and say, okay, Father, here I am. Here's this sin. I'm asking you, I am asking you to give me the strength to get out of this, to give me the strength to cast this thing away from me and to stop saying yes to my flesh. I'm asking you to give me the strength. And he heard you when you asked, you guys. You ask him that question, his answer is yes. According to 1 John, you get what you ask for. He's going to give you that strength. And I know I talked about this in the in the message the other day, but it needs it bears repeating because the enemy lies to us and tells us, you're not strong enough. You can't do this. You can't do this. It's a lie. God wants us to come up out of the guilt and the shame and the condemnation that is a daily process. Hiding, hiding, hiding. We don't want people to know what we're doing or we want to justify what we're doing. And God's saying, no, there's nothing. There's nothing you're going through. There is no, no temptation you're going to ever face that I won't provide a way for you to escape from so that you can endure it, the temptation when it comes against you. Oh my goodness, if we could just understand how much, how much he loves us. And I know I just have a tiny, tiny glimpse into that love. And there have been times I've experienced it and it's been so overpowering I thought I was going to die. Our father is strong enough. He's mighty enough. We don't give him enough credit for being who he says he is. We don't give him the credit that he deserves to say, you're right, father, you can handle this. You can handle this problem with me. You don't want a, an army down here of people who are 
they can't even get up out of the bed and get going because they're discouraged or depressed or hopeless or in despair or in addiction because they're frustrated or they're angry. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for a people who will serve the Almighty God, a people who will stand up and say, that's it. I've had it. I am not going to entertain this sin anymore in my life. I want to be a clean vessel. And you know, there's something in the message he gave me the other day that I didn't get said. And I, I don't think I did. I'm, I'm not sure I was. I, I do remember saying, if you just hang on, there's a point to all this. Well, I guess I'm finally going to make the point now. The war that's in front of you is so much greater than the war you're fighting right now. God wants a clean vessel. He wants a, the other day, the, the message was about our words. He wants a clean vessel, you guys, because he wants to move through us in this hour and in the days to come. He wants full, wide open freedom to do whatever he wants to do in and through us. But if we're sitting in some corner hiding our, hiding our sin or trying to deal with our sin, if we're preoccupied about when's the next time I'm going to, you know what, I, I couldn't even, when I first came back to the Lord that last time, I couldn't even go to every place I went because when I quit smoking the last time, I was smoking four packs of cigarettes a day. And I couldn't even go anywhere without trying to figure out, okay, how long am I going to be in there so that... So I know how long I have to wait before I can have my next cigarette. And, there, and it, I, now isn't that bad? Talk about addiction. How about the guy or the, or the woman, either one, the guy or the gal, who's addicted to porn, hiding it, hiding it, hiding it. There's so much. I remember saying to you all one time in a message not too long ago about how we... Uh, it's like Father had shown me, it's like we're walking around on the battlefield. We don't even really realize that we're in a battle and bombs are falling on our head. And those bombs are coming from the enemy. And we're just, we're because we don't even, we're not awake. We don't realize the enemy's dropping bombs on our heads and we just keep going, ouch, ouch, oh, ow, oh, that hurts. Not even paying attention to look up and see where they're coming from. He keeps us in so much turmoil that we cannot accomplish what Father has for us to accomplish. And that's a big part of his goal. Oh, if I can just take you out through addiction, if I can just take you out through rebellion in some way over here, if I can just keep you preoccupied so you don't get serious so you don't see I'm the one that's doing this and you just think, well, I, you know, I'm just, I can't, it's wh whatever. Then you're not going to accomplish what God has for you to accomplish. It's like procrastination. I'm telling you what, procrastination is a huge issue. It really is. Well, I'll get to that later. Well, I'll do these things later. I don't really need to do them right now. It can wait until tomorrow. Until just about everything in your life is waiting until tomorrow. And you're not getting anything done today. Well, today is the day. And I am praying 
for every one of you who hears this message, every one of you who's listening right now, whenever you, you hear it, wherever you are, I am praying for you to stand up to say no more to addiction, no more to the sin that so easily besets you. Listen, guys, I am in a battle myself. We all are. And and it's like the, it's like the body is so divided because we're so preoccupied with all this stuff. And God's saying, "Okay, come on, wake up. You think the enemy's his you think his army's not on the move? Look around. Look at what you're seeing on TV. Look at what you're hearing on the news. Listen, look at the music. Look at what's going on in the school systems. Just tell tell God. Well, you know, the enemy's not doing anything. Oh, yes, he is. He is after your destruction and my destruction. And God is saying, wake up, kids. Wake up, children. Wake up, my people. Wake up. Father created you for his pleasure, and it is not his pleasure for you and I to sit down here and just be all involved in our pleasure. Because our pleasure is an enemy to God. Our pleasure is, let's feel comfortable. Let's feel good. Let's just do what we feel like doing. Hey, let's just, you know, we just, we, let's just rebel against God. That's not why he created us, you guys. We can't be in league with the devil and accomplish what God wants to accomplish in us or through us in the lives of others in this day. You and I were specifically put in this time. It is no accident that we are here right now. Not at all. It's not an accident. God chose you for this hour. And if I recall somewhere in scripture, I cannot remember where it is. There are the prophets that went before us thousands of years ago. The people that went before us thousands of years ago who loved the Lord, who also had weaknesses and all that. But they looked forward to the time of what God was going to do in this hour, in this generation. You are not a wimp. You are not a weakling. You are a child of the almighty, living, holy God, the one eternal, without equal creator of all things. Everything you and I need, he provides. Everything he has for us to do, he has the provision for. Every change we need to make inside of ourselves to do our part to make inside of ourselves, he equips us with. I just saw this. I saw a person standing with all of these tools laying on the ground all around them. Tools they could pick up and use to build something or to make something. But they're just standing there like, uh, well, you know, I don't have what I need. I'm not equipped. Oh, baloney. God equips us. You are called to be a warrior in this hour, just like I am called to be a warrior in this hour. No temptation has overtaken us that isn't common to man. Look around. How many people do you know? How many testimonies have you heard of people who have come out of the very addiction you struggle with or the very sin you've struggled with? No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way to escape so that you are able to endure it. 
It's time for us to take that way of escape that he provides. It's time for us to repent, to get in front of our father and say, I am so sorry. I have believed the enemy's lies. I am so sorry. I have let him have the freedom in my life that he's had. I'm asking you for that verse in, in scripture where you say, whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. That's what I want, Father. Set me free. And every time I choose to say, oh, I need to do this. I want to do that. And the enemy says, go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. Help me remember that I've asked you for the strength to be able to do, endure it. Help me remember this verse in 1 Corinthians. Help me remember the verses in, in uh, 1 John. I can have confidence in you. You are going to give me what I need if I just ask according to what you have for me to do. And what you have for me to do, Father, is to come out of the sin, to come out of the addiction, to come out of all of those things parts of rebellion. And so I need to just ask you this because you've already paid for it. It's already available to me through your spirit. And I know it, but I'm going to just ask the question so that you can always point back to me asking you this question, Father. And the question is, will you give me the strength I need to be able to get through this without falling down and not getting back up? Will you give me the strength I need to be delivered from this, Father? Will you set me free? Will you help me so that when the temptation comes, I can look and say, I have my father's strength. I maybe feel like a weakling right now, but I know my God. And he said, yes, he would give me the strength. Am I going to use it? I want to be able, Father God, to look at, look up and see that my creator, the almighty one is every bit of what he said he is. He is the all-powerful, almighty, the undefeatable God. And he can equip me. Let's pray, you guys, and then I'll end. I just, you know what? You are my brothers and sisters in Christ. And some of you maybe feel like I'm yelling at you. I am yelling to get you to hear, hopefully. And it's not even me. I just feel Father's Spirit so strong. His love for you is great. He's tired of seeing us being slammed around by the enemy and not standing up against it. He's saying, come on, we've got work to do. I put you in this hour. Do you see what's going on in this hour? Don't be afraid. How many times did he say that in scripture? Don't be afraid. Why would we be afraid when we are the children of the Most High God? Let's pray, okay? Father, I thank you for every single person who's listening. I know there are scoffers out there. I know there are people out there that are going, oh, well, you know, you're trying to make this all a blah, blah, blah. And I also know that's the enemy. God, I'm asking you for clarity to be poured into your people about these words. For brothers and sisters in Christ, for your sons and daughters, the sons of God and the daughters of God, to stand up and choose to walk in holiness. I know you told me. I know you told me, Father, the things that are coming 
Our mouths have to be clean. Our lives have to be clean or we will not accomplish and many will not even survive. We will not accomplish what you have for us to do and many will not survive. And Father, I know you've also shown me that that's going to be you're going to be taking a lot of your children home through death, through martyrdom, not whipping them up out into the sky so they don't have to go anything, go through anything. Oh, gosh. Father, may your kingdom come and your will be done on this earth and in these bodies, in us. The way your kingdom and your will are done in heaven where you reign. May we get to that place where we say, I have had enough. I will serve my God with all that I am. That is our prayer, Father. That is our prayer. Have your way in each one of us, God. We love you, Father. Help us love you better. Thank you for everything you're doing, Father. We pray these things in the name of our Savior, the Word of God, the Messiah, the Creator of all things. Amen. I love you guys. I love you guys. Please share the video. Please get this message out there. And please, I hope every one of us today will repent wherever we need to repent. And it won't just be lip service to God. But that we will purpose in our hearts and we will tell our flesh to sit down and shut up. We are going to serve the living God and that we will tell the enemy to take a hike. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye for now.